see you having a good season. It'd be a shame if I... I knocked over the microphone for those listening and not watching the video. <laughs> Luck is for dudes! Oh, there is no one on that Broncos team that I love more right now than Vaughn Miller. That man is an absolute goddamn legend. He could come into my house and fuck my wife, and I would say thank you very much, sir. Man to man? I don't know. The mayor of New Orleans <laughs> basically came out twirling the umbrella like, fuck Drew Brees and his wife. Who would you rather have sex with? We would be... I'm an island boy. I, I'm like this island boy. I picture Joey now on every Sunday watching Teddy Two Gloves like that Spongebob meme where he's like dried out with the eyes fucking like bloodshot. Like, you damn kid. What the fuck are you doing, Phil? Walk, walk. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for joining us. It is another glorious Tuesday evening. Row one, seat one, Joey Fats Radio. Thank you all for joining us on what is the, what is this? This is uh, a beautiful 29th of March. Only two days left in the month. We're through it, boys and girls. We're through it. We're here. Spring is here. It's fucking cold as shit out right now, but guess what? Guess what? It's going to be 60 next week. Every goddamn day. Good. I can't fucking wait. It is golf season. It, the, the spring is upon us. I, my grass is already starting to get green. I'm like, I can't wait to cut that shit. <laughs> I am like, I I, I, I am uh, a little overexcited tonight. Don't get me. I'm having a little <laughs> bit of a Beavis moment right now. Okay, I had an espresso and a double shot of coffee before the show. So I'm feeling a little. Fucking, I can see fucking sounds right now. Uh, it's great. Uh, Paul's with me here tonight. Thank you for joining me, bro. Yeah, yeah, what up? Uh, we got Von Miller sitting in for Sean tonight, uh, as you can see. Yeah. He is, up, uh, he is here. Uh, Sean, it's Sean's birthday today. Oh, That's why birthday. Sean gave ha- Happy birthday, Sean. Happy birthday. Congratulations on another year. You made it alive and good. Good for you. <laughs> Uh, congratulations, buddy. We miss you, but uh, yeah, don't worry. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about tonight. As always, it is a just another action-packed week. The NFL doesn't stop delivering. Nope. We've got uh, not in good ways, in my opinion. But we'll what, get to that. What? Twelve hours off the uh, after we got off the air last week. Twelve hours later, and fucking Tyreek Hill is a Miami Dolphin. Crazy. Like, what, we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into the Chiefs. We'll get into the AFC West. Uh, we will get into Tom Brady, now rumored to be going to Miami. I knew it. Allegedly. Allegedly. Get I don't your think futures bets in. I, I was talking know, about it. I don't know if it's going to happen, but we'll see. We'll talk about a little bit of uh We'll talk Leah Thomas because we didn't hit off on that last week. Mm. Uh, the NFL has again changed the rules for overtime to just cater to you fucking whiny-ass crybaby participation trophy just yearning losers. Uh, we'll get into that, and uh, we'll get into. Uh, there's some. Uh, there's there's some new stadiums. Yeah, I heard getting built in the uh, in the NFL. The Bills are getting a new stadium. Bills. The Chiefs are looking at a new stadium. Which are they? The Chiefs are too. I saw the Bills one. The Bills I, I, renditions look sick. I, I don't understand. The Patriots. Uh, Gillette is under construction. The light. <laughs> the lighthouse is gone. Mile High is under construction. <laughs> Mile High is now under forced renovation um, <laughs> because somebody decided to uh, you know smoke a little. On their lunch break and flick that button, or somebody was a pissed off Seattle fan. It was like fuck you. Yeah, or, or it was just uh, it was one of the it was one of the twelves, and they were just like fuck Russell Wilson and his wife. 
We fucking hate Sierra. She took him away from us. A couple Molotovs. The later. fuck are we gonna do with DK now? How many sections? Him? How many sections did they say got burnt? I uh, just one. It I was said like, that it they was like the luxury be... box. Oh, was I thought they said something about the construction could be threatened in the the uh, opener. No, no. Oh, okay, no, no, okay. No, no, I thought no. it was that bad. I was like, holy shit! I've no. been there too. It's a fucking nice stadium. I can only yeah. imagine. No, they'll they'll fireworks. have that they'll have that shit ripped up and that that'll be. That'll be done and re, re that'll be rebuilt by the first preseason game. Yeah, for sure. Whenever that is, uh, in July or August, couple, well, late July, million bucks. late July, early August. I don't know. Actually, we mid August uh, this year, I believe, second week of August for the Broncos. But uh, anyway, nonetheless, we will be taking your phone calls seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. You can get the show on Spotify right after the uh, show is done. Within about a half hour, I'll have this thing up and posted uh, on Spotify, YouTube. Uh, and anywhere else you get your podcast, whether it's Apple or Amazon or Google or whatever, wherever, whatever and wherever you can find a podcast, you can get us. Um, if you do listen on Spotify, we always appreciate the five star rating. Uh, so feel free to go ahead and give us one of those. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we've got we've got we've got a little bit we got a little bit to talk about. Um, what do you want to leave with? Do you want to leave with the slap heard around the world? Or do you want to leave with the Leah Thomas thing? Let's leave with Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas. Because we we talked about Leah. We were going to talk about Leah Thomas last week, and we got cut off a little bit. And we're not going to spend a ton of time on it because it's already pretty. It's it's already old news. It was old news last week, and then yeah. we were we we just kind of forgot about it. But we did want to just say, you know, our piece on it, if you will. Yeah. Um. So obviously, Leah Thomas is the uh, the male transitioning to female, and then she went out and absolutely dominated the fuck out of a bunch of chicks at a swim meet. And you've got most of the females coming out and being like, fuck you. And then you've got some, you know, one or two token females who I I would love to see whose dads, you know, they are there, whose whose kids they are. Right. Um, Because they're probably some like, you know, rich philanthropist, you know, fucking uh, Bob Murchison kid type fucking loser kids who just, you know, they're like, oh, she's very brave. Yeah. Super brave. You know, Uh, but if you haven't heard, Leah Thomas is one of those like, Dudes that like it's a dude that transitioning into a chick that likes to flop its dick around in the locker room, and um, it's funny because we actually have uh, Leah Thomas accepting her award uh, from uh, oh, was which one was it? Shite, I, did, I didn't label it. God damn, hold on. We actually have Leah Thomas accepting her award. Right, right. Um, that was or, it. The poolside one. With I didn't hear the whole thing. I didn't hear like what. Sh- what the swimmer had to say. Um, I didn't really, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not really, I don't know what to call transgender people. I mean, he, she, it, whatever their pronouns Right, are, yeah, whatever its pronouns is, are. It really yeah, mean. I mean, I'm not trying to get into that whole shit, but I didn't really hear, like, what she had to say, I guess, as far as, like, is it comfortable? Is it, you know, what is the backlash for her? Like, you know, as far as who didn't see this coming when you win something like that? as a transgender in 2022. Right. What do you expect? You know what I mean? Like, what do you expect? I mean, the picture says yeah. it all with all three women off to the side, taking the, taking a picture with, you know, with their trophies. And then Ms. Thomas all the way off to the left side <laughs> by herself hanging out. It's like, I mean, come on, you know, I don't understand how somebody could feel like comfortable competing in that like level or, or competing like that in, in any way, shape or form. I can't Given the circumstances, the you know what I mean. Um, I, I I don't know. Hold on, I got to try to see if I can. Yeah, I can't play it in the preview, so it's kind of fucked. But I did hear a lot of funny ass. Uh, there was a lot of funny memes and a lot of funny. Uh, there was there was some pretty good. Okay, did you find it? Nope, that's not it. Oh, okay. That's not the one. Well, whatever. Hold on, we'll get to it. Uh, yeah. 
I'll find it. It's in here somewhere. Right. Uh, I know it is because I put it in here earlier. I ran a little testy broadcast with it. Um, but uh, no, it was. Uh, it's. It's just one of those things where it's just you. You kind of like scratch your head and you're like, wait. You're like, this is this is real life now. Like, didn't I see something about how she got dominated in that race? But like the consistency, like obviously she won like most races over the season or something, yeah. and that's why she won. But she still got like fourth or fifth in that race or something. I don't know. Okay, I, here I go, read a whole go. bunch of shit, but who knows what's fucking true? Right, right. Okay, so here's Leah Thomas uh, coming to the stage to uh, collect her uh, her gold medal in the NCAA whatever Olympic swimmers championship. Yeah. So there you have it. So there's Leah Thomas. So she was getting her award. So congratulations, Leah Thomas. You beat the shit out of a bunch of chicks. And uh, she can't tell you how free she feels. Uh, but anyway, but that was it. That was our Leah Thomas moment right there. Yeah, um, we just, I just think just it's stupid. To, we had to touch on it. Um, it's, it's lunacy. It's, it's the funniest part about it is, and, and this is where I, I kind of like start to lose not respect for people, but I just like start scratching my head and openly questioning the intelligence level or the ability of people to be able to see past what's right in front of their face is when I have like my hyper liberal friends that are all like, Oh my God, like, yeah, it's like trans people, like LGBTQ plus LMNOP, they should all be supported. Like, yeah, okay, cool. Like let them live their lives. Like no one gives a shit. Yeah. But like, meanwhile, while you're sitting there on Facebook and social media and you're glad handing each other and shaking each other's dicks and telling you how awesome you are because this thing that you support now, fast forward 10 years, that was 10 years ago. Now, 10 years right. later, they're sitting there, uh, you know, and they're like, oh, man, it's the father of a girl. You know, I don't I don't know, man. Like, this is this is fucked up. Yeah. And it's like. Damn, dude, like, if only there was somebody that could have told you, like, 10 years ago that this was probably going to be a bad idea and that we probably shouldn't go fucking headlong into this thing and we should maybe pump the brakes and, you know, treat these people for what they have, which is, you know, clinically a mental disorder instead of just, like, propping them up and being like, you're so stunning and so brave and you're a hero. Right. Like, no, like, maybe we should get these people the help they need. Yeah, well, they And help them, like, you know, and maybe what... Maybe transitioning ultimately is the help they need. That's fine. Um, but as the more, I mean, these are the same people that say trust the science, right? Yeah. The more science that comes out, the more it says that, hmm, maybe just like letting these people mutilate their genitalia isn't a great idea. I mean, maybe that's why almost half of them end up killing themselves. Like maybe we should take a step back and say, huh, I wonder if I do actually care about the lives of these people. Maybe that's more. Maybe I shouldn't just go around and be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, do it," so I can put up a Facebook post about how I support well, you, exactly, and get patted on the back by all of my friends and told what a great person I am and that I'm an ally and blah blah blah. And maybe I should actually say like, "Ooh, maybe you know what? Maybe this isn't a great idea. Maybe you should seek professional help and maybe see somebody." Mm. Uh, but nope, you're a bigot. You're a racist. You're a, you're a transphobe. Yeah. Um, like whatever the fuck that is. It's like no, I'm not afraid of trans people at all. Right. Um. You not actually. It's funny. There's like three things in life that scares me, like Jesus, uh, spiders, mm. 
and my dad when he's coming home from work after a really shitty shift. When we were like seven. You know, look, I was in middle school. Yeah. Or <laughs> in high school, too. Yeah. You know, like, God God forbid, if there was fucking trash in that trash can yeah. or coats on that coat rack, holy shit, were you catching a beating? Or water in the uh, sink. Oh, fucking water in the sink. Facts. We're not talking shit. These are facts. <laughs> People are probably listening like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we're definitely serious that my dad used to wipe the fucking sink with a paper towel because there was water in it. Yes, <laughs> and, and if there was water in the sink when my dad came home from work, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there was there was going to be hell to pay. Like, why the fuck? Because it was like, it was one of those funny things, like we'd, like, we'd get home from school like an hour before my dad got home from work, and we would sit there and we'd be like, all right, like. What do we got to do? Sh- all right, dad's coming home. What needs to get done? Like, all right, let's get the laundry going. Dishwasher take it out. The dishwasher's empty. The sink is everything's cool, right? And then we would come home. We'd be sitting there, like kicking back. All right, cool. We're done. We did all our chores. Everything's good. Dad would come home, and be like, "Why the fuck are there coats on this fucking coat rack?" I know. I know. Whose fucking coats are these? And you're like, "Well, that's where they're supposed to get the fuck out of here." Yep. They were mildly in my way or in the corner of my eye when I walked in the door. And you're like, what the fuck? And then you go upstairs and be like, why is there water in the sink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, it's, it's a sink? I don't know. Like, that's where <laughs> water is supposed to go. Dry that shit when you're done. Like, why? Like, it's a sink. It's metal. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. And then, oh, my, but my favorite one was like, you'd have everything done, right? And you think you got them, right? You think you're like, all right. He can't get mad about shit today. Yep. Laundry's going, trash is out, dishwasher's empty, sink's perfectly dry. You know, everything's going. And he'd come home and the dryer would have like, I don't know, an hour left because we just did a load of laundry. He'd be like, why's the dryer going? Because uh, we put the clothes in there to dry it. Why weren't they dried yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't enough to do a full load. You're bullshit, asshole. And you're like, what? He's like, why wasn't the dryer done by the time I got home and the clothes folded and put away? I'm like, I don't know, Dad, because I don't fucking control time and space. Like, it takes 90 minutes for a load of clothes to dry, and it went on 60 minutes ago. I don't know what to tell you. What the fuck? Like, you know, <laughs> but like, I uh, shit you not, Joe would put a car through the fucking garage door, <laughs> and you'd be like, eh, what up, dudes? Ah, shit, just the fucking door, bro. Guess we'll get another one. You know what I mean? Like, And we're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I would like, drive the go-kart through this fucking shed. Yeah. And he'd be like, well, that happens. Yeah. Like, I guess I got to go to Home Depot. And we're uh, like, what? All right. Okay, well, whatever. All right, I guess Growing so. Growing up Palatroni. Yeah, well, you know, Camp Larry. Yeah. yeah Camp Larry yeah. is a real deal. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, 774-992-8702. Give us a phone call if you want to get in on some of this outstanding action. So let's start off right there uh, because we did have the breaking news of the week, uh, which fucking, it fucked us. Like, why couldn't it have happened on Tuesday? Instead of Wednesday, Tyree Kill gets traded to the Miami Dolphins for like five picks, including a first and a second, blah, 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 whatever. Then gets paid $30 million to fucking dollars a year on top of it. Yeah. I mean, good for you, Tyree Kill. You got fucking paid. And he's going to warm-ass weather, bro. Imagine being a baller playing in Miami. I know the team sucks, but, like, dude, that's a fucking win, bro. But does the team suck? I don't know the team well, sucks anymore. It was yeah. like, I mean, they, they, they get Teron Armstead. They get Tyree Kill. They go out. They get uh, 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 what's his face, the receiver from um, from Arizona, Chandler something. C, uh, Chris, whatever his name is, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. care. What it escapes me right now. Uh, but they go out. Oh, no, no, sorry, that was Jacksonville. Um, they anyway, they go out. They get a bunch of players in free agency. They rebuild the roster. Now, according to Miami fans, they were already 
we were one game away from the playoffs last year. All right, pump the brakes on that. All right, pump the fucking brakes. Like, we don't want, we don't have to go revisit the laundry list of quarterbacks and teams that you beat during that, like, seven or eight game win streak or whatever it was. (laughs) That was just like, bro, my flag football team from 2010 could have beat them. Right, right. Like, give me a break. Right. Um, We don't have to revisit that. But, but I will say this. The Miami Dolphins are better than they were this time last year. Yeah. A lot better. And I think what we're going to end up seeing now, and we're, we're going to have to worry, what we're going to have to really keep our thumb on the pulse of is the development of Tua. Will the Pineapple Prince now, with all these weapons, oh, it's Christian Kirk. That was the Christian, guy I was thinking oh. of. Um, will the will Pineapple Prince, with all these with all these weapons now, I mean, he's got, he's got Waddle, he's got Hill, he's got a, a, a stud left tackle, which... It's kind of like a right tackle for him because he's a southpaw. But oh shit, will he develop? Will he take that next step and be the franchise guy? Look, I am a huge, huge fan of Tua. I like Tua. I liked him in. I liked him in college. You and I both. We both rooted for him in college. Loved him. I, he was the pineapple prince. prince. Yeah, hell yeah. He was. He he was the man. And I'll never ever forget when Nick Saban went to the bullpen and was just like, "Give me the lefty." And the at halftime of the national championship and bench Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, that's right. I was and, say, and then Tua comes out and beats Georgia in overtime. It was phenomenal. It was absolutely phenomenal. And it, I was a fan from that day forward. Mm-hmm. And I love the kid, and I wish nothing but the best for him. And I really do hope he succeeds in Miami. That being said, I'm going to reserve. I'm going to have. I'm going to hold back just a touch, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be a little bit reserved in my prognostication of what Tua is going to do. Now, I, I haven't really seen anything from Tua outside of his football IQ, which, again, buzzwords, buzzwords, buzz, 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 buzz. <laughs> um, you know, cliches. Tua is a smart football player. He went to Alabama. He played Nick Saban in a pro-style offense. Right. He knows how to handle the pro game. Now, does Tua have the best arm? No. Is he in, uh, you know, does he have great mobility? No, not really. Does he do anything that really jumps off the page at you in terms of, like, you know, being like, that's a first-round draft, that's a number three overall draft? No. Should the Dolphins have taken Justin Herbert over Tua? Yes. Yeah. I think if uh, I think if, I think if the, if the Dolphins had Herbert right now. Who passed off on Herbert? The Dolphins. Yeah, but. They, they took Tua. Was he first? Tua was third. Third, I'm there was, saying, he there was, was the first quarterback. Yeah, but I think uh, I, I'll have to go back. And look. I was say I'm, I'm, I wonder what dumbass teams pack, passed up on Herbert, and if they if they needed a quarterback, you know what I mean? Like I'm pretty sure like every team that passed up on Herbert is probably pissed right now. Well, yeah, that probably doesn't uh, it doesn't help. But if there the the point is is that there's there's really nothing. Uh, there's really nothing. That jumps off the screen at me when I watch Tua play, right? And I sit there and I say, in the NFL, because he was fucking awesome in 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 Alabama. Oh, absolutely, I mean, he was he was awesome. Oh, it was uh, sorry, it was Joe Burrow was number one. Okay, then you had Chase Young, Jeff Okuda, uh, Detroit. <laughs> Whoops, <laughs> Andrew Thomas to the Giants. Whoops, <laughs> Tua, and then Herbert. Okay, so I so. So Herbert was six. Yeah, I guess. I mean, so I mean, look, Chase Young might end up being okay, like worth it, but whoops, like yeah. come on, man, like you, 
I know twenty. It's it's twenty twenty, and we were all kind of on the fence about Herbert. We we're like, eh, Oregon right, guy. Right, Oregon guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just another Mariota. Do we really want whatever. like another fucking? Do we really want the white Marcus Mariota? Right. You right. know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, but that being said, it just it goes to show you like there's if you look at Herbert and Tua. One of those two jump off the screen at you when you watch them. I don't give a shit about win-loss records. I don't care about these metrics and all this. But if you look at the DVOA and the, the, the ball traveled in the air and the <laughs> amount of quality passes to a throw. Fuck all that bullshit, bro. Show me the film. Show me the film. When And I say this all the time when people are like, well, how can you not say that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time? Um, because I have two eyes, a brain, and I watch football right. more than you. Right. Um, and that's what I do. So it, it kind of comes back full circle to the same thing. And that's a whole other discussion for a whole other day. We're not right. going. We're not going down the Tom Brady's not the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, We've been wanna, there many times. Many we'll times. Me and Sean are going to do one of these shows one of these days. It's going to be a stalemate because he's just, I'm just going to be like the fucking, I'm going to be like that donkey and fucking family guy. No. Nope. Kevin Bacon was definitely not in Footloose. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just going to, that's how it's going to go. Uh, but, no, but when you look at Tua and Herbert, these these dudes, they're both, they were taking five and six respectively. Like, you know, Tua was number five. Herbert was number six. I don't remember many people saying that that it was a good idea to take Tua over Herbert, though. Like, Herbert right, at right. least had the physical tools where you could look at him and say, all right, dude's got a hand cannon. He can get out on the move. Tua doesn't have a hand cannon. He's a lefty. He's kind of short. And I'm not saying that he can't be successful in the NFL. Right. But he was going to need what the – like, he needed an offseason like this in order to perhaps realize his potential. Right. And so far, the biggest knock on Tua, it's not his ability, it's his availability. He hasn't been there for the Dolphins. He's been hurt. Right. So you couple all those things together, you look at a guy who's got, you know, mid-grade NFL talent. Let's call it middle-of-the-road NFL talent. He doesn't jump off the page at you, but he's like a Kirk Cousins. You know, he might go mid-grade off. Mid-grade ain't bad. I he mean, might go off for four or five touchdowns one week here, one week there, and lead you on a game-winning drive, this, that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, but he's never going to be Pat Mahomes or right, Josh, or, Allen, or Josh or, Allen or Russell Wilson or any of those guys. But he could be a good enough guy. You know what I mean? Right. So I would put him, like, Tua right now. I mean, when you think about it, dude, when you think about it, like, Tua, Trevor Lawrence, like, those are the two, basically the two worst quarterbacks in the AFC right now. Yeah. Those are your 16 and 15 quarterbacks. And Lawrence is only one of the worst because he's just kind of unproven, still brand new. And and as, if, if you ask me right now, do you want Trevor Lawrence or Tua? I'm taking Lawrence. I'm taking Trevor seven ways to Sunday, bro. Yeah. It's not I'm, even close. I'm taking Lawrence all day. Hands down. Yeah. Uh, just based on the physical attributes, based right. on his ability. Right. So... When you break it down for the Dolphins, the Tyreek Hill move, right? This puts Tua in a no excuses. There is no way to go but up. Right. And if you do anything except have a tremendous amount of success, you're gone. And it's not like this is any secret. The Dolphins have been pretty vocal and pretty obviously trying to move Tua for basically the last year. Right. So, dating back to last offseason, when Deshaun Watson was rumored to be available, Miami was like a number one landing spot. Right. 
Miami wanted him. Stephen Ross was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Get me Deshaun Watson. Yes, get me, get him, get me. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, we'll get Tua. Who? Never heard of her. Yeah. You know, like. Trader, you know, tra- <laughs> trade trader. her for a couple picks and another, you know, whatever. So it's not like Miami is, like, sold on Tua either. Right, that's clearly not their guy. Well, he could be. But if if he doesn't make it happen this year He's with fun. the talent around him, it's a wrap, bro. But that's why I kind of feel like, I honestly, I don't, hold on. I don't feel bad for Tyreek Hill, all right? Let's just fucking say that right now. I don't feel bad for Tyreek no, Hill. No, techni- I don't typically feel bad for people who beat the shit out of their kids. Right, right, right. But Tyreek Hill's all pumped and happy, and it's like, dude, you're not going to another team with a quarterback that can throw to you like Patrick Mahomes. Like, you're going to – I'm calling it right now. Tyreek's going to suffer fucking greatly this season. Oh, his production is going to take a step back. Absolutely. I think, you yeah, go from Pat Mahomes to two. I don't care what offense. Like, that's a step back. He's going to suffer greatly, and, like, like two is just – I'm sorry, man, but, like, what would you what would you think? You know what I mean? Like, why would you think that bringing Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins is going to be this fantastic idea when you don't have the fucking equipment or the guy to utilize him? Because I think what the Dolphins did, and, and I've wrestled with this for the last six days, because you know me and my take on wide receivers. You don't give up picks and money for wide receivers. receivers. You just don't do it. They're a dime they're, a dozen. They're luxury items, and exactly, they're a dime a dozen. You don't need a Tyreek Hill to win a Super Bowl. No. Right, you don't need Randy Moss or Terrell Owens to win a Super Bowl. You don't need Chris Carter to win a Super Bowl. Shit, you couldn't even win a Super Bowl when you had Chris Carter and Randy Moss on the same team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what are we really talking about here? Why does like? But th- this is one of those in- those infatuations that NFL fans have that I will never really under. Well, I understand it because it's a fantasy football driven thing, right? Uh, and it's a highlight reel thing. It's like you know, it's it's like having a guy who yeah, like okay, he hits for a two ten average, but he hits. You know, thirty bombs a year. You're like, oh yeah, okay. I want that guy on my team. You're like, yeah. no, no. Give me Ichiro. You know, I'll take the guy. I'll that, take the consistency. I'll take the guy that hits three fifty. It's a slap hitter and puts one in fucking left center every single time. Right, like, right. Yeah. RBIs through the fucking roof. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I'll take that guy. That consistent. You know, just move the bases. Right. Uh, but it's the same thing with wide receivers and like cornerbacks or another like one of those things where like people are like, oh, we got this corner. He's gonna shut down half the field. It's like, bro, everybody trots out three or four wide receivers now and a tight end that can catch. Right. Lockdown corners are nice, but if you don't have three of them, right. You know, like or at least two, what are we really talking about here? Yeah. Like, you know, like I get it. Don't get me wrong. They allow you to do different things schematically on defense and so on and so forth. I can break down the X's and O's with the bezel. But at the end of the day, when you look at a wide receiver, you look at when Dallas traded for uh, 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 was it Roy Williams back in 2008 from Detroit? Yep. And they paired him up with T.O. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. This is going to be fucking lit. It was garbage. Yep. Never got off the ground. Roy Williams had like one touchdown in Dallas. Right. It's pathetic. Total waste of time. Then you look back again, Dallas more recently, trading for Amari Cooper. And you're like, cool. That did nothing. They right. paid him. They gave him a first round pick and $100 million for him. Right. And what do they do? They just cut him. Like they just they just let him walk in free agency. They never even did they make it to the playoffs with him? Like once, maybe? I think yeah, once. One time, I think they yeah, made it to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Or twice. Or twice. Yeah, yeah. I forget. I just remember but they were one and done both times. Right. They were one and done both. They they won no I'm playoffs. sorry, but it's hard I sorry, Dave, but it's hard to remember the Dallas games, dude. I love Dallas, but I'm not I'm Dallas not gets there. flushed out of your memory so fast. They because do. They're there and gone so, so quickly. F- every year, dude. And they have such a stacked off and they have such, like I don't know if it's if it's like fucking what's his face fucking uh 
sunglasses wearing fucking uh, owner fucking oil type. What the Jerry fuck? Jerry Jones? Thank you. I wanted to say Jerry, but I didn't know. I'm like. Jera. Um, I don't know if it's his ass. If it's just like like toxic, like fucking um, like like front office shit. Well, like it starts at the top, but right. we, we we know that. we know that. Joey Fats Radio, roll one, scene one. What's going on, brother? Durant. Durant. What's happening? What's good, bro? Not much. Uh, I think I figured out the real reason why John Gruden got fired. Oh. oh. Do we have breaking? Yeah, do we um, have breaking news right here on row one, seat one? <laughs> yeah, I do. So. uh Al Davis turned over in his grave and he looked up and he said, What the fuck? John Gruden. <laughs> Wait, is that and it? That was it. That was it. You got him out of there. What the he fuck? I mean, are you more pumped on McDaniels? Um, I wasn't thrilled at first. Um well, I mean, you don't really have a choice but to be thrilled right Well, now. I'm just wondering who we... I mean, is he more pissed about Gruden leaving, or is he happier about McDaniel? Or are you, are you happier about McDaniels? More, honestly, Paul, I think it's more... Right now, it's more Ziegler than McDaniels, you know, because Ziegler's in charge of the roster. So right, right now, the, the focus is kind of on him. I know McDaniels has some say, right. but, I mean, Ziegler's in charge of, you know, personnel... Uh, roster decisions, right? Hire like and fire and stuff like that. Right, right, right. I mean, I, I mean, the the dynamite, absolute atomic bomb of of your pickup. For yeah. you, you know, this and season. So far, I think we've done great. You know, we added Chandler Jones. Uh, you know, from there we moved Nagakwe to you guys. I actually like the corner we grabbed. Yep, yep. Um, I actually wanted him in the draft. Uh, I want to say it was three years ago. Uh, we actually moved down and took Trayvon Mullen, the Clemson kid. Um, but I wanted him, and I was pissed when Gruden moved down. And uh, it's just kind of funny how we ended up with him now. Yeah, no I wanted shit. him on draft day. He was our early second-round pick, and you guys moved up. You traded with us and moved up and got him. Right. So. Yeah, no sh- Yeah, it's – I mean, the offseason's been kind of fucking it's, – it's been absolutely fucking nutty. I'm actually – I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty fucking pissed that, like, my hopes and dreams of Derek Carr for some reason getting moved from Oakland didn't come – like, didn't happen, and we didn't get him because I really wanted Carr, but – uh, you know, we got Matty Ice. We'll see how things roll. I mean, I think this offseason. I, I like Matty Ice for the Falcons. I mean, for the Colts. Yeah. I really do. I, I think that'll definitely put you into the playoffs, to say the least. I yeah, mean, I, I think we're going to get over Wentz. Right, so, we're going to get over that speed that, bump. That, that roster is just, just too stacked, to, you, you know. Right. I can see them winning 10-plus games, no problem. Right, right. I, I, I can agree. see. I can see, I can see the, the Colts winning that division easily. Yeah, I can year. see it. I mean, Carson Wentz was... Yeah, just, Tannehill doesn't get his act together. Yeah, I mean... I mean, you know? it's Ryan right. Tannehill. It's not... I mean, Facts. he's... Don't get me wrong. He's... He, he'll, he'll put up good regular season numbers, but he's basically like Jimmy G, but with better stats. <laughs> you watch him and you just go, what the fuck was that? Like, you have Like, what? What? Like, what did you just... Who were you throwing to? And it just, you know... Right, right. Or in this house, as we... Whenever we watch Jimmy Garoppolo, it's just... Jesus, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> All the time, dude. Um, yeah. Durant, so, um, what a, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Guys, no, no, I was going to say, um, before we get into any uh, AFC West stuff, um, do you guys think, uh, do you guys think Green Bay and the Chiefs are better off without their wide receiver ones? I mean, are they better? No, I think they're, I don't think they're better off. I think they'll be better off eventually because at the end of the day, like, look, if Tyree Kill was going to ask for $30 million a year and I was the Chiefs, and I knew we weren't going to pay him. Yeah, I would take a first round pick and a you know four other picks in exchange for him. Absolutely. It's, does it make them better this year? No, no, I don't think it makes them better this year. But do I think the? I think it is. 
I think people are over exaggerating how bad the Chiefs are going to be based on the Tyreek Hill thing. Look, I think the Chiefs were going to be third or fourth in the division uh, before they got rid of Tyreek Hill. So this just makes kind of solidifies my take on it. Um, But, no, I think when you have Mahomes and you have one of the best coaches in the NFL and one of the best GMs, yeah, they're going to recover. They're going to parlay those picks. They're going to find another guy. I mean, is he going to be Tyreek Hill? No. I mean, you'll never have another Tyreek Hill per se. Um, but that yeah. doesn't mean that the Chiefs will never win another Super Bowl because Tyreek Hill is so, gone. Right. Yeah, so you gave Andy Reid a little credit there. I know uh for a long time you weren't an Andy Reid guy. I'm a, I mean I'm a big I Andy mean, I'm a big Andy Reid guy until the last credit, four minutes though. of a game. I mean he built great teams in Philly as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean he went to four straight NFC championships, got to a Super Bowl. I mean, he's won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. He's kept them in contention. He drafted Pat Mahomes, handpicked Pat Mahomes. I mean Look, you can say what you want about Andy Reid. The only time I have a problem with Andy Reid is in the, like I said, the last four minutes of a game. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about the Raiders and the Dolphins making their moves and giving up what they gave for wide receiver ones? So I thought we, I thought we gave up a hair too much. I was saying uh, before it happened, at most a first and a third. We went a first and a second. I mean, I'm, I'm a big proponent of the, you know, I'm on, I'm on team. Fuck those draft picks. Give me the proven commodity. My yeah. biggest issue with what the Raiders did was I don't think wide receiver was necessarily a, a dire need for them. I think they have a lot. Oh, it was a huge need, Joe. I mean. Well, you had a huge need for wide, a, for a wide receiver, but I don't think Devontae Adams fills that hole. Let me put it that I way. I mean, when Henry, when Henry Ruggs went to jail, I mean, our wide receivers just didn't create separation, man. I mean, we picked up Deshaun Jackson off the street. We threw Zay Jones in there off the bench. Right, but what I'm saying uh, is I feel like they could have gone out and gotten two or three, like, kind of mid-tier, lower-end guys. Like, I would have felt a lot better about the the Raiders if they'd gone and say, say you bring back Amari Cooper and go get Tyler Lockett. You know what I mean? Yeah, or Jarvis Landry. Or Jarvis Landry. Or Odell. Or... You know what I mean? I feel like there was like five, six, seven, eight other guys available. Like even like a Christian Kirk. Like, yeah, he got overpaid yep. in Jacksonville, but you bring him in to do the job that he's going to do. You got Hunter Renfro. You got Darren Waller. Oh, yeah. You know, right. I, I get it. Like, Devontae Adams is a shiny toy, and that's a lot of fun, you know, in terms of, you know, as a fan. And, and you know, every, you know, chicks love the deep ball and, you know, I mean, all that kind of stuff. College teammate too. That's I was going to say the, chemi- yeah, and, the and, chemistry. And he might was, go and he was like you said, it was cool for him because he was a Raiders fan growing up. Always wanted to play for the Raiders, yeah. so on, so forth, whatever. Blah 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 blah. That I mean, shit. you see what chemistry can do with two players. I mean, Joey B just went in the first year to the Super Bowl with Jamar Chase. You know. Right. Yeah, and I can. I mean, granted, I I still firmly I will stick stick by my guns when I say the Bengals caught lightning in a bottle, and I don't think we'll be seeing the Bengals back in the Super Bowl. Um, really? This year, or maybe even anytime soon, but neither neither here nor there. Off a bit? Oh, absolutely! I think they're gonna they have had the seventeenth ranked defense last year uh, in terms of points allowed, and they lost guys and didn't gain anybody back. So, I mean, while their offense is probably going to be pretty stiff, um, I, I don't see the bank. I think the Bengals are right now. I mean, they're going to be competing with the Steelers for third in the division, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you think Baltimore runs away with that? No, I think it's going to be Baltimore and Cleveland. I think Deshaun Lamar, if as long as Lamar stays healthy, you know, I think that's. I mean, that's Baltimore's division to lose, in my opinion. 
I think it's unreal how stacked the AFC really is. I mean, it's crazy. I know. When you <laughs> when you look at across the AFC, like we just said, man, Trevor Lawrence and Tua are the two bottom tier. Like that's your bottom two quarterbacks in the league, and they're both first it's, round top five picks. Yeah, there's gonna be some good teams missing out on the playoffs. There's gonna right. be a lot, but you gotta remember too. We we always do but this good, every good year. Rosters. Good, we look good at rosters, yeah, we look at we look around the league and we're like, oh my god, like how the hell like there's gonna be so many ten plus win teams. We're gonna we're gonna have our fair share of duds. Right. We're definitely gonna have our fair share of duds. Injuries, things just don't bounce your way. Dumb decisions, yeah. so on and so forth. It happens every year. Every good Sunday. You know? you know, we see it every year, and then we're gonna sit here and we're gonna say, oh my god, the NFC's trash. Watch the NFC will go and win the Super Bowl this year. Right, right. You know, right. depending who they send. Like, watch the Niners will get there and they'll fucking win it with you know fucking Jimmy Garoppolo. Right, right somehow. Fuck, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How? But uh, but no. And it, to answer the other, the second part of your question with Miami, Miami I, again, I bringing in Tyree Kill was a was a great move. If you've got Tom Brady under center, right? But is it a great if that's move? Your with, last piece, like you've mentioned in previous shows, if that if that's yes. your last missing piece. Right. If that's if that's I it. I think Dolphins have a few missing pieces. I don't think they are. I mean, I think the Dolphins are a good roster, but I think people are overrating the shit out of them because, like I mentioned earlier in the show, they everybody looks at that like seven game or eight game winning streak that they went on this year, and they're right. like, they were one game out of the playoffs, and they won eight straight after they got their shit together and two got healthy. It's like, yeah, but they beat the Jets twice. They beat you know Matt, a rookie quarterback and Matt Jones they twice. Squeaked by the Giants. They we squeaked, were there. Yeah, the Giants. Like, come on, man. Like, and that wasn't even fucking Danny Dimes playing. That was right. uh, um, uh, fucking what's his name there? The kid from Tampa that I used to love. Uh, I don't even remember. Tall blonde kid. It'll come to me. But anyway, but they beat a bunch of shit teams, and now they get there. And yeah, now about it's, Mike Glennon. Joe. Mike Glennon. Thank you. Yeah, Mike Glennon. Um, you know, they, there's there's guys that. Like they, they beat and you're just like, all right, like not impressed. Sorry. Right. And I get it. A win's a win. It's the NFL. They're hard to come by. But let's not start sucking each other's dicks yet. Right. If we're the Miami Dolphins. So if Tua takes that step and becomes the dude, hey, great. The Dolphins are going to the playoffs. Shit, they might even compete with the Bills to win the division. Uh, I wouldn't even put it past them. But that's a big if. In terms of Tua taking that next step, Tua's going to take a real big fucking step, I think, to compete yeah. with the Bills. I think when it comes to the trades, though, um, you know, and we've also said this with basketball. I think the teams that the team that gets the better player usually wins that deal. Well, yeah, if you're getting, I mean, look, you can. We won't know if the Chiefs or the Packers or or the Dolphins. We don't know who wins that deal until the draft picks that they use are used to select players and then developed and then become impact players down the road, if they right. do. So yeah, we don't know. It's going to take four years for us to say, decide. This is like a five-year yeah. waiting period right now. I mean, like I said, if the Raiders and the Dolphins were a wide receiver away from contending for a Super Bowl, I would say, yeah, absolutely they won, just like the way the Rams felt like they were a wide receiver away and they went and got Odell. You know, they needed right. a pass rusher. They got Von Miller. They said... They needed a quarterback, and they traded away all their picks for a fucking Matt Stafford. And they were like, "Fuck them picks!" Right? Get yeah. me my get me my dude. We could probably look at it now, like with the Raiders. We could say, "Hey, you know, was Khalil Mack worth you know Josh Jacobs and um who, who was the other draft pick we got for him? It was Jacobs uh, and Abram. Abram, I, John, I yeah, Abram. Jonathan Abram. Right, yep. this uh, the safety. So was Josh Jacobs worth Josh Jacobs and Abram worth Matt? Probably not. 
I mean, but what has Mac done, done since he's been since he's been gone too? Like the last time I remember Khalil Mac being a factor, I mean truly being a factor was like 2016. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Gordon was on to something there with six not years ago. Twenty four million a year. I will say that. I mean, look, if you go back and look now at the money that they're shelling out, and if I think if Gruden knew like what the but again, I don't know. Khalil Mack, to me, and I remember saying this on this show, and I was I was dead-ass wrong, and this is one of the few times I was dead-ass wrong about something. I remember saying on the show, like, give me Khalil Mack and Vaughn Miller over a guy like Aaron Donald any day because Vaughn Miller and Khalil Mack can affect a game more than a defensive tackle. Now, that I was right. Well. <laughs> I was right up until about two months ago. Um, and then that all went out the fucking window. And Aaron Donald is now the best, you know, arguably the best, not arguably, he's probably the best defensive tackle to ever play the game. Yeah. He surpassed Warren yeah. Sapp at this point. Right. Um, but I still believe that, you know, because I was going, and don't get me wrong, I had a little bit of recency bias in me when I was looking at Vaughn Miller absolutely destroying the Steelers, the Patriots, and the Panthers in one postseason run. Right. You know, and yeah. I was looking at Khalil Mack as a guy that oh, could yeah. probably I do the same. I Vaughn Miller carried you guys to that Super Bowl. Oh, absolutely. Vaughn Miller and DeMarcus Ware. I mean, granted, we, we, had the no, we had the no fly zone, out. too. He was lights out on that playoff run. Oh, yeah. Listen, dude, that Vaughn Miller. everything. It was nice. I, I'm so happy that Vaughn went to Buffalo because it's going to – I think he's, like, either, like, two or three sacks away now from being the all-time postseason sack leader. So it's going to give him more opportunities to get to the postseason and rack up more sacks because I want Von Miller to retire as the all-time. I want him to pass Willie McGinnis as the all-time postseason sack leader. That would be sick. Because he deserves it because he's that good. Right. And playoff Vaughn, I mean, you saw it in the Super Bowl. He had two sacks in the Super Bowl. Right. Like, you hadn't heard his name the entire fucking postseason. I know, All dude. year, and then all of a sudden the postseason comes, you're like, oh, there's Von Miller. Yep. There are certain guys that are built for that time of year. Von Miller is one of them. That being said, like you said, Durant, uh, to, to your original point, uh, I don't know if it would was Jacobs and Abram worth Khalil Mack. I don't even – I mean, I think it's a wash at worst. I think if you really yeah. break down that trade and you say, like, all right, if the Raiders had kept Khalil Mack, what, what would have what would have been different? I don't I don't think yeah. there was much. You know, well, because I mean, I, we could be moving on from Josh after this year. He's on his final year, and then yeah. Abram could be the same deal. So I mean, right? Though they're both on rookie, they're both for, uh, rookie deals. So those guys are probably both going to be at least test the waters for free agency next year. Which I mean, it isn't a bad thing. Again, and now Khalil Mack, you know, he goes to the Chargers, and everybody's sitting here like you know, stroking the Chargers' dick. Like all of a sudden, they're the second coming of the of the uh, you know the 2022 uh, 2021 Rams and they're like oh my god this is going to be the best yeah. team in the, this is going to be the best team so in the what world what do you think about the whole a- AFC West now like well, I'm glad up too much of the show I'm, I'm like, glad uh, you uh, no I'm glad you brought it up because it was in our it was in our notes to talk about uh as far as the AFC West goes I will stand by what I said uh even before the season ended Denver has the best roster 1 through uh 2 through 53 they need the quarterback they got the quarterback and they got a damn good quarterback. Now, people can sit here and say, well, you know, he's not even he's the third or fourth best quarterback in the division. I don't really give a shit because we had the third or we had the fourth best quarterback in the division with Teddy Bridgewater. And we were still two, three games. You know, we had the Chiefs on the ropes twice. twice. We had the Raiders on the ropes. We've uh, uh, once we, we beat the Chargers. Uh, I'm really not that concerned. Smoke the Chargers, too. Didn't one you? time. One time. Yeah, uh, we split with them. But. Um, that being said, 
Denver has the best roster now. I think Denver is the best team in the division. I think the Chargers and then the Raiders and then the Chiefs in that order. And I would have put them in that order before Tyreek Hill exited Kansas City, just so we're clear. So you think the Chiefs are last? I think they have the worst roster. I'm not saying that they're the worst team or they're going to finish fourth in the division. What I'm saying is, is that they've they've got they've got. All right, let me let's be, let's be real. They got the best quarterback and the best coach right now. That's going to be that that's worth its weight in nine ten wins just right there. Yeah, pretty much. So they're they're in it. Defensively, though, skill position like who's who's running the ball for the Chiefs? It ain't a Claire. Well, it ain't Clyde Edwards, Clyde you know, it, it ain't him. Uh, Travis Kelsey's another year older, not to say he's slowing down, but now without Tyreek Hill, that changes the dynamic of the offense. Not that, Andy Reed, not that Andy Reid's not going to be able to figure that out. They did get uh, MSV from, from Green Bay. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. They got Valdez-Scantlin, yeah. But to your point, Durant, I think that, the, look, the Chiefs are going to go as far as Mahomes can take them. I think you're going to see a very reminiscent storyline for the Chiefs of what you saw with Peyton Manning in the early 2000s with the Colts. Yeah. If he's not perfect, they don't win. Right. I don't think you're wrong about having the best roster, but I will say this. I'm a little worried for you guys. Just, you know, last year, Russell Wilson kind of had a down year, but I'm going to give him the benefit because he had the finger injury and he was out for some time. So let me but, ask, uh, let me ask, let me ask you this, Durant. Uh, do you, do you know how many touchdowns Russell Wilson threw last year in fourteen games? How many? You, I'm asking. Do you do you not do you know the answer? No, I don't. No, all right. It was twenty five. I'm sorry, twenty four. Do you know how many uh, touchdowns Derek Carr threw in seventeen games last year? I'm assuming. Yeah, he also didn't have Lockett and Metcalf. Well, well, well and Waller. First right, but I, but what I'm that's but, fine. That's but, fine. But what I'm saying is, if you're talking about Russell Wilson having a down year. Missing three games, having the finger injury, and still outperforming Derek Carr. I mean, he was 24, and I think he had four interceptions as opposed to Carr's, what, 23 and 12 or 11, something along those lines. Uh, I'm just saying if we're yeah. going to if we're gonna be, if is, we're gonna be is, fair is, and is, apply it across the board. Cortland, is Cortland Sutton and Judy as good as Metcalf and Lockett? I don't think so. I, I do. I do. I, I've watched both of them. Their entire careers, and you traded your tight end away in the deal for Russell Wilson. Albert O is um, going to be Albert O is going to fit in just fine. Uh, Al, actually, Albert O was the he was our number one tight end for a majority of last year. Um, a because he could run block, so he was he was more uh, yeah. implemented. He was more effective in the run game, and B he was yeah. also just as good of a pass catcher as Fant. Listen, I love Noah Fant. I, I thought I thought I was really yeah. really bummed no, when we fair. got rid of him. And I mean um, Albert O. I mean I play a lot of Madden. He's actually good in Madden. So yeah, I mean don't get me wrong. I, I, it's <laughs> well, it's he's like ah, I facts. We use what we we use what we can to measure these guys. But I've watched the I've watched the yeah. tape. I've watched the film on him. I I'm bummed that they got rid of Fant in the trade because I was he was one guy that I was really like sitting on. Like, I know you've been to, talking about him for years. For, waiting yeah, for him but to you guys explode. Won the trade. I mean you won the trade. Oh of course we did. Yeah, you with Shelby Harris. Fan I mean, if you had to put Sertan in that deal, I mean, you do right. it. It sucks, but you do it. I yeah, you, you do right, exactly. And I've had this conversation with my fa- my buddies that are Broncos fans. Like, listen, man, if they ask for Bradley Chubb and Pat Sertan and and two firsts, like you do it. Like, there's yeah. just there's no way. The only guy that I was not willing to part with, the only guy that I did not want to see, and the, and Fant was number two on this list, but the number one guy I did not want to part with 
uh, aside from Javante, which I don't think was ever even a consideration anyway, uh, was Tim Patrick. Because I think Tim Patrick is a guy that not a lot of people know about, but at six foot five, 230 pounds, he's basically Chase Claypool, uh, but he plays in the West. He doesn't play for Pittsburgh, so he doesn't get all the notoriety. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, yeah. because the, you know, if you play on the East Coast, you play in the NFC East or for the Steelers, um, basically, your your football royalty before you even touch touch the field, uh, because that's the way the media works. But uh, Tim Pat, I'm telling you right now, Durant, Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, that is going to be a trio of receivers that we have not seen since 2013. Oh, Decker with and- with, with Decker, DT, and Julius, yep. and Welker. Welker, you know, like this is going to be this is going. I'm not saying it's going to be a record setting offense, but you we you have not you will not have seen depth like this and plus you gotta remember and too that I just feel like whoever's last in this division is gonna get a lot of shit. Or we could go back to my original point I made I don't know, maybe a month ago that I think sooner rather than later we're gonna see a whole division make the playoffs. I mean it's mathematically possible now with, with the extra with the, game, with, the extra, right? with the extra wildcard team. It's mathematically possible. The thing is, and I and I get your point, Durant. It's but the the trouble with this is, it's going to be ex- the, basically the division would have to split three and three across the board. Right, everyone would have three losses, and then right. everyone's going to have to basically beat up everybody else. And then on top of that, you're going to have to ensure that nobody has a down year. Like there's one of the four teams in the AFC West. I don't know which one. Uh, I, I mean, I'm leaning towards either the Chiefs KC. or the Raiders. As being the potent, the high having the highest potential as being a, a, the dud team, uh, just because I, I feel like their rosters are the most incomplete, and they're one injury or two injuries away from just complete disaster. I mean, if Carr goes down, dude, they got Nathan fucking Peterman. Dude. Well, if I mean, look, if any of the four quarterbacks go down, they're fucked. It, they're fucked. Yeah, I and mean, that's that's a given. Yeah. You lose your quarterback, you're fucked. But for example, Denver could lose Cortland Sutton, and they still got Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler. Uh, you know, if Oakland loses Devontae Adams, yikes. You know, right. if if Kansas City loses Travis Kelsey, oof. You right. know, at least with the Chargers, they've got yeah. they've got Allen, they've got you know they've they've got players you know that could step up and potentially fill. Even the Chargers, I think, are are, are thinner than people realize. Right. Um, yeah. But that's why I keep saying that's why. Two weeks ago, I guaranteed the Broncos will win the division because they are the deepest. And the best roster in the AFC West. Now they might not have the best quarterback. They might not have the the flashiest names, or you know, Cortland Sutton's not as good as Devontae Adams. Sure, I'll give you that. Um, but as far as like one through fifty three, yeah, the Broncos have the best roster in the AFC West, and that's why I'm going to go out on a limb, fairly thick one, and say that Denver is going to win the AFC West. Now I don't think it's going to be by a mile. I think it's going to be a very tight race because all those teams are are out for blood this year, it seems, and they're just everybody's fuck it. They're like Kansas City set the bar here; we're coming for them. Right. And now this now that the now you've got what you've got in the AFC West, and it is going to be a murderer's row, and it's going to be very, 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 very fun to watch. I mean, we could basically do an AFC West matchup every Sunday and Monday night for right. about eight out of the seventeen weeks this year, and it would be pretty sick you know it, it get, definitely get better <laughs> ratings than the oscars <laughs> oh i don't know about that yeah. this year but yeah <laughs> yeah it's i don't know man i think you should be pretty pumped 
especially coming into this year, especially grabbing Adams. I mean, like I said, dude, Josh, I mean, you got Jacobs, you got fucking Renfro, you got bummed. Waller. I mean, Derek Carr was a potential MVP of the league. With I Brad know, Cena dude. Cooper. I, I mean, know. you give him his college teammate now. Yep. Um, Carr's kind of grown on me MVP the past the couple of years. He's going to run up some big numbers this year. I know Joe yeah. mentioned about numbers and stuff, but uh, numbers-wise, look, I think number one receiver, something I believe he's never had. Unless, let me just. Let me just say something real quick before go I go. Um, Derek Carr has got some receivers paid. Um, Michael Crabtree mm-hmm. wasn't very good until he came to the Raiders. Um, he he made Zay Jones look pretty damn good. He got him some decent money in Jacksonville. Yep. He got Dallas to cough up a first-round pick for Amari Cooper. And the list does go on. But, uh, you know, those are just a few examples of uh, – you know what Carr has done for these receivers. I think a lot of people under underestimate Derek Carr. I think I, you're I'm right. not underestimating Derek Carr. I'm just I'm. I'm... I think you do. No, I you, don't. You, you, you know me. You don't. But I, I I believe you do. I, I mean, look, and that's fine, and I, that's fine. But I, I, you you've given him his fair share of credit and his fair share of shit. I will say that you've given him probably more credit than most people do. And, uh, I was going to say, Fats is pretty unbiased when it comes to Derek Carr. I've sat here and listened to him talk about a lot of stuff about Derek Carr. I mean, like I said, Derek Carr's no, grown on gives, me. Like, no, Joe has given a lot lot of credit. Is it even all, yeah. And Paul's, Paul's heard me off the show. Say, oh, yeah. Public eye, absolutely. Right, right. Talk I mean, does he, yeah. I mean, but I mean, we can all give shit to every quarterback. We can all give credit. You know what I mean? It's just, I think Derek yeah. Carr, Derek Carr is just one of those dudes, man. It's like, He's got that intangible. He has that physical ability. He has a great team. It's just, for some reason, there's just not that fucking, like, I don't know what it is, man. They get so close all the time. You know what I mean? They just, they, they end up falling short, and it makes Derek Carr mm-hmm. look like he can't get the job done. He can't make the, you know, he can't make the big plays. He can't do this, but he he's made. Well, it's like, it's like I've said, it's like I've said on previous shows, right? And and Durant and, and Durant and I will, 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 Durant will vehemently disagree with me about this. But what I have said in previous shows is that I, I feel like we have seen peak Derek Carr in Oakland. Now, I know they got Josh McDaniels and there's a whole regime change. But until Mark Davis and the Davis family is done with the Raiders, I don't know that they're not going to wallow in mediocrity. That's my biggest problem with it is that they've taken Derek Carr, who has been at his best an MVP candidate, an MVP worthy quarterback fuck, yeah. and can be an elite quarterback in this league. And the I feel like the Raiders have just squandered him. Yeah, I really do, I, see, and I, I and I feel bad for Derek Carr because I like him. He's he's right. head and shoulders better than his brother. He's he's everything. He's everything you want in a quarterback. Yep. Twenty sixteen was amazing. Right. To watch. I mean, you know, and Jack Del Rio was coaching the fucking team for Christ's sake. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, let's talk about yeah, that for a second. Jack Del Rio like, kind of sucks. People still, people still expect him to go to go out and throw forty touchdowns. You know, with Henry Ruggs doing what he did and. You know, picking up Deshaun Jackson out of free agency. And yeah, thirty something year old Deshaun Jackson. Back up to your starting lineup. It's just, it just just doesn't work like that. Right. You know, any I, quarterback would struggle in that situation, and he still did what he did. And you know, we were a throw away from tying the Bengals, who went to the Super Bowl. Right. So, I believe we're close. I believe we're very I, close. I absolutely believe you're close, and I think. I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna you know go straight up dicks to dicks here with fats about stats but i think fucking Derek Carr's got a little more left in him i don't think he's got a lot left in him i don't he's think we've i don't think him. we've seen pinnacle yesterday. i don't know if we've no, no, seen I, I, Derek think, Carr. I think we've seen the pinnacle of Derek carr with the raiders 
That's oh, the difference. Oh, I thought you were if saying Derek all, Carr, like, if Derek Carr had gotten traded to the Patriots, the Giants, the the Colts, I think you would see a level of Derek Carr you've never seen before. I bet if the Colts got Derek Carr, we'd be deep, deep to the playoffs. You'd be a Super Bowl. I'm gonna favorite. close it out with this. Uh, it's, it's been great talking, boys. Sure. Um, I'm gonna close it out with this. I think um, at the end of the day, what you're gonna get Derek Carr for, as far as the price tag and where he's ranked, I think we'll be much better off. Versus Rogers getting his 50, Mahomes getting his 50, and some of these other guys. I think we're going to be better off where he ends up getting his number, whatever that ends up being. I believe it's going to be under 40. It'll be in the neighborhood of 50. It, it leaves more room for the roster to make the roster better. For sure. I mean, I get what you're saying, but it'll it'll be in the it'll be in the same neighborhood. Um, and and that's but that's I'll uh, I can explain that uh after you hang up. All right, man. All right, Have brother. Good night, Thanks for the call, Durant. Durant. Appreciate Durant. you, bro. All right, peace, bro. Looking forward to opening yeah, night, yeah. man. Can't wait for that Monday night opener, Broncos Raiders, like it always seems to be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's uh, let's watch some games, man. Oh, sure. fucking a, bro. Fonton Fats will be open for business opening night, bro. Yeah, believe that. All right, man. All right, buddy. We'll boys. talk to you. All right, peace, Durant. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. Give us a call if you want to get in on some of this NFL football action. Uh, the reason why I was saying was uh, with w- to Durant's last point um, was that he thinks that the, the Raiders will be better off because the number they're going to get Carr at, uh, as opposed to Rogers fifty and Mahomes. Well, right, 50. he's not going to choke the cap out like those guys did. But he's going to get the same amount of money. Just like bone, yes, yeah. Is he going to get two hundred thirty-five million dollars fully guaranteed over four years, like Deshaun Watson? Probably no. not. No, because I think that's a stupid idea. Oh, so I think the Raiders are smarter than that. That's <laughs> which there are very, very few instances where you can say the Raiders are smarter than that. Um, but when you're comparing to the Browns. That's usually one of the times that you're going to say the Raiders are smarter than that. that. Yeah, I agree with what the way that they're going to structure the cap. Ziggler is and, and Sean has been singing this guy's praises forever, and he's in charge of the Raiders roster. And Durant brought that up, and it was a great point. He there is there is a guy who understands how to build a winning football team right. now in charge of the roster. It's not like when McDaniel's went to Denver and he was carte blanche. He was Mike Shanahan 2.0, and he had the roster and the coaching and everything else was all just fucking boom 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 boom. It's all on me. No, 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 no. They took that. Like, nope. Put the choker on him. Right. Said, see you later. Yep. Uh, and you know they're like, yo, Josh McDaniels. We know you got takes, but we're gonna have him. You treat them like Chinese women's cakes, okay? <laughs> on the low. And so he was like, you know, so they they've got a good thing going now in Oakland in terms of a front office. I like that. Now, how much Mark Davis is gonna intervene and and stick his fingers in the cookie jar a little bit? You know, we'll see. But Derek Carr is going to get the same or similar money to all these guys because, and this is strictly, this is not because the Green Bay didn't overpay, Kansas City didn't overpay, Cleveland didn't even really overpay. I mean, they they fucked up with the guarantees. Buffalo didn't, with Allen Buffalo Allen. didn't overpay. Uh, the reason why the that they're they're doing this is because they're projecting the cap to go up astronomically next year when the new TV deal hits. Right. So there's going to be an influx of money into the NFL. The the cap is going to go up by thirty or forty million dollars next year. If you understand how the cap works, each position has a a monetary value tied to it based on a percentage of the cap. Right. So quarterbacks often take up. 
anywhere from 15 to 20% of your cap. Right, right. That's just kind of a rule of thumb. Right. It's not always exactly that, but if you look at across the board. In the ballpark, average. Average is about 15 to 20%. Sometimes you get a guy's a little bit higher, a little bit lower, whatever, but it always comes in right in that number. So, obviously, 20% of $200 million, you know, that's going to be $40 million a year. Now, when the cap goes up to two hundred and fifty million next year, or two hundred forty million. Now you're at like twelve. So now you're sitting there. Now you're looking at you know another four, five, six, seven, eight million a year. So fifty million a year is going to be the new number for quarterbacks going Thanks. forward. I, I think so. That it's the old thirty million. Like it used yeah. to be thirty million uh, for the last you know decade or so. It was about thirty million. You know, twenty five right. to thirty million. Some guys get thirty five. People are like thirty five million. What the fuck? Yeah, like, I know. You're like, bro, it's the NFL. It's the, First of all, it's a salary cap. It's a fake number. It's a fake. There's always ways to maneuver around it. And you get guys, GMs who employ staffs, you know, every little fucking egghead bean counter down there is a little Billy Bean. And like, mm. <laughs> we can shave beans. 12 million here and 4 million Fuck there. yeah, I do. That's how they do it. And that's how you do it. Yep. So 50 million is going to be the new. The new number. The new norm going Mahomes forward. set that bar. Well, not even just that, but this the fact the salary cap is going up as much as it is. Right. You know, agents and players are sitting there looking, going, "Whoa, you know what's better than twenty percent of one hundred eighty million? Twenty percent of two hundred and fifty million. Yeah, sick. Yeah. And guess what? Doesn't change that percentage because that's what they base it off of. They're going to say, "Well, uh, my client uh, is worth eighteen percent of the cap. Meanwhile, he outperformed." You know, so and so who is worth twenty four percent of the cap. So, are you telling me that my client is not as good as who's better than this client isn't worth twenty five percent of the year cap? Facts. And that's how the negotiations go. So, obviously, that's where it's gonna. So that's where it's gonna stem. So, when you start seeing these guys initially to all fans, and this is what's gonna happen: all fans are gonna have sticker shock. There's gonna be this sticker shock with them like sit there like fifty million. You fucking kidding me? Like. Wait, how are we going to afford anybody? We're going to wear fucking hamstrung. We're screwed for the right. next 10 years. No. Nope. And like, oh, wait, we still have 200 million left. <laughs> yeah. And then you look at the numbers, and you're like, oh. Like, for the people that keep saying, like, oh, Devontae Adams went to Oakland because the Packers couldn't afford him this year. Oh, <laughs> bro. Guess Aaron Rodgers is regretting that deal. It's like, dude, Aaron Rodgers' cap hit this year is $24 million. Right. Well under the league average. Right. So, no, it had nothing to do with that. It was dude, the fact that the fucking homework. It was people. the fact that the Packers didn't look at a receiver and say, yeah, we'll pay you $30 million a year. Why? Aaron Rodgers is going to be gone in three or four years. Right. Why are we going to give you a four or five year deal just like to pair it? Like, and no, and not for nothing, but Devontae Adams' production is going to drop off much quicker than Aaron Rodgers is in all likelihood. You know, I mean, in terms of the way the league is going and everything else, I mean, Devontae Adams gets, you know, all of a sudden he gets a hamstring here, a quad there, and now he's hampered and he's never the same. And it's just well, like, all right. I mean, but that's always the case. I mean, it's always it, right. the question. And- exactly. But that's when you look at it from a team, you're looking at these guys as commodities. And from a business standpoint, you're sitting there going, it's like if you know, right, you're going to go buy a brand new car. You're, or you're going to go buy a car, right? You're going to – we'll use my example for, for, for example. I'm going to go buy a CTSV. Okay. Love my CTSVs. Am I going to go spend $45,000 on a 2012, on a 10-year-old car that I know is going to need a boatload of work within a year or two of me needing uh, buying it, and it might never be the same after that. In fact, it might just die. Or am I going to go spend – $30,000 on a 2020 whatever car 
that I know is going to be, you know, not as fast, not as powerful, but pretty, but pretty fucking quick, and it'll, it'll, it'll hang and bang. Won't it? Won't be the outright winner, but it'll be in the neighborhood, and I'm not gonna have to touch it for the next seven years. Right. Sounds like a smarter move. I mean, it's just it's it's all about allocating your resources, and in terms of capital, this is why I wish Sean was here. But this is why I love when, when Sean, Sean, and I nerd out over this shit. Like right. we nerd out over roster building and money and resources and draft picks and things like that. That's where this shit gets fun to me, and this is why I love the NFL offseason because it is the most intense offseason because every fucking day there's something crazy fucking oh, yeah. happening. I mean, I love learning about salary and cat and you know like like contracts and who's it. I mean, it's it's such like the it's like the it, the invisible chess, you know what I mean? Like the invisible chess game. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like it's so technical and it's it's so like to the T and and, and and insanely important. But so little people understand it and to be able to understand it and see what's going to go on and make predictions just it's like, you know what I mean? It just makes it that much easier to make predictions when you understand that. Well, it, it helps to understand when you're trying to project, right? When That's you're trying I mean, to prognosticate yeah. and you're trying to sit here and say, Who's going to be the best team in the division next year? I don't know. Right. How is this going to go? Well, it helps if you have a basic understanding of how a salary cap works, how things go, and, and, and right. what you're supposed to, right. what's supposed to happen. I know? always love hearing about the numbers and the money and shit like that and the years and you know talent levels and who gets better with trades and picks and this and that. That shit's fucking awesome. And a lot of times it takes a couple of years for it to play out. You know, right. I mean, right. It really right. does. I mean, it, and it's just you don't always have – the luxury of just there's not and that's the thing i think that irritates people when they're looking at team building and this is where i think it separates kind of the people who understand how to build a team in the nfl and how to build a roster and how to build a competitive program as opposed to the people that are just i play madden in fantasy football and that's all the people who play madden in fantasy football they're very knee-jerk Devontae adams and the raiders Derek carr is great he's got darren waller oh my god that's going to be a record-setting offense no they won't even be close they're not even going to come close to a record-setting offense. They'll be a good offense. Yeah, I think they will. Don't get me wrong. They'll be a good offense. I think the Raiders are that sneaky good team that's really going to punch you in the fucking I, mouth the second you look over them. I, I, I don't. I mean, if you look past them, yes, Derek yeah. Carr will whoop your ass. But no one's looking past Derek Carr at this point. That's a true career. point. Yeah, that's a good point. And too. no one's looking past him now that they got Devontae Adams. They already know about Waller and Renfro. The, Jacobs. The thing is, like, okay, they got Chandler Jones. And you're like, all right, cool. But, like, who's about to stop the run in Oakland? I don't know. No. And, and guess what happens when you can't stop the run? Your quarterback sits on the sidelines. They got rid of Carl Nazi. Your, high, your high-priced wide receiver sits on the sidelines. You know, like, all, all that shit goes out the window. So, right. you know, the Raiders right now, I still think, are a year or two away if they can make it work in the draft and, not, and, and again, next year in free agency in terms of bringing in players and, and, and getting better in the areas that they're weak. Maybe that'll change with McDaniels and Ziegler. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll find out. I, I would tend to be inclined to believe the Raiders are better off right now than they were this time a year ago. Right. So they've got that going for them. Right. Now, that's assuming that Josh McDaniels doesn't do the unthinkable and be like, get me Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Fuck this dead car guy. I'd be so fucking pissed if all of a sudden he just decided to dump him. Like, Yeah. I mean, it's just... but. That's all. All that's fine and well. I think the Raiders are going to be okay going forward, and they'll be competitive. Um, but the AFC West, man, it, they've got a bunch of young, good young talent. Facts. I mean, Russ Facts. Wilson is now the senior statesman. 
yeah. in in the AFC West at quarterback, and he's going to be around for probably the next seven to ten years. Ten, yeah, seven, ten, yeah, yeah. So, fuck. Yeah. I mean, Carr's going to like, – you look at Carr, Mahomes, Herbert. Those guys – I mean, if I was Herbert, I would be looking for my first available exit door uh, from the Chargers just knowing what, you know – what Dean Spanos does with that team and, and how they run and how they, they, they do things there. Um, I'd be like, nope, 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 right. nope, nope. I actually want to <laughs> win and have a career, so I'm not going to be here. I saw what you did with Philip Rivers, and I don't want that. Right. So that being said, if I was him, I'd be looking to hit the, you know, pull the ripcord and hit the eject button ASAP. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it also could go back to, like, okay, what's Mahomes going to look like in three years? We don't know. I mean, yeah, he's he could he could he maybe he's not healthy. Maybe he gets hurt. You know, maybe things don't go tits up for the Chiefs and they just say fuck. Like, all right, this ain't working anymore. We're gonna get rid of Andy Reid and Mahomes, and we're gonna clean house. And boom, that's the end of that. Andy Reid retires. Like, right? What does Eric Bieniemy take over? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying the AFC West is a fucking right now. It is the best division that I can ever remember seeing on paper going into a season. And we haven't even gotten to the draft yet. Hmm. So, that being said, 774-992-8702. Give us a call if you want to get in on some of this. Uh, let's talk a little bit. Uh, do, do you want to talk? Do you want to do the slap? Do you want to do the, the slap heard around the world real quick? I mean, it's kind of funny, you know. About 15 minutes left. Yeah, whatever. I think it was funny. I think it was fake. I mean, all right. So was it fake? Was it real? That's been the big debate. I think I think it was just like, hey, let's really do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's like conjure up a scenario. Let's really do this. Like, I really want fucking Will Smith to walk up. I don't know if Chris Rock was sitting there like, all right, I'm actually going to like lean into this and let me slap. Or if he was like looking at Will Smith, like what the fuck are you doing on stage, dude? Like, what can I do? Can I help you, sir? And then bang, he fucking slapped him. I mean, for Will Smith, obviously we all know that he's kind of come unhinged, uh, in the last year or so learning that his wife likes to have sex with other guys, maybe in front of him, maybe he watches and cries. I don't know. He's a cuck. I I don't know. That's a hard, hard, honestly, dude, if I was fucking Will Smith, I'd, I don't know what I would do if that was the case. Well, I wouldn't do anything because I would never become Will Smith because fuck that shit. But there's a certain masculinity you have to uphold as a man. And if your wife wants to get fucked by other dudes, I'm sorry. You punch that bitch and you fucking kick her ass out. So right? at some point, like, <laughs> so there's a couple different theories about this whole thing, because like everybody knows that obviously, like like you said, that that, that Jada and, and Will Smith have been in a toxic relationship now. Toxic. For, well, at least 2022, for, I had to say the word toxic. At That's least for cool. a, 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 what, a year and a half, two years. Yeah, whatever. Whenever How Will long has the Will Smith crying meme been out? Like a year now? When, when basically she went on live, they went on live TV and she was like, yeah, we have an open relationship. And he was like, we do? Yeah. Like, I don't have an open relationship. She's like, oh, yeah, I've been fucking other dude. Like, whatever. And basically just ripped, like, Rip Will Smith's heart out on live television, which right. was fucked. Um, that being said, to your point, like at some point, like when Chris Rock made that joke, do you, and like Will Smith kind of like chuckled at it initially, and then Jada gave him the look, and then he got all serious. Like she gave him the look, like, okay, this dude just made fun of me. You're laughing. This is why I fought 22-year-olds. Right. 
because you're a bitch. Right. And then Will Smith was just like, this is what you got to do, bro. This is what I got to do. He and said he, it. Love makes you do crazy things. And he walked up on stage, slaps Chris Rock, who appears to be leaning into it and like bracing for it. But he also, like we said, he kind of put his hands behind his back. Like, like he was about to be like, yo, what are you doing, bro? Like, right, right. Will Smith's, I'll tell you what, I noticed something. Will Smith's like posture, body language. That's not how you go up and fucking slap somebody. He did it all like pivot healed and like <laughs> with his fucking jacket as he walked away. Like I'm like, that's not how you fucking slap a now, man that you so pissed at. Now like, I go back and forth on whether I'm wrestling with whether it was staged or not. Yeah. The only thing that said that like so yes, that part was true. Then you watch Chris Rock's reaction. He's like, wow. Yeah, that was a little which is like. It's like when you get into a beef with your boy at the bus stop and you bitch slap him. Like, you don't want to punch him and fight him, but you want to just, like, let him know. Right. And, you, and they're like, wow, dude, like, what the fuck's your problem today? Like, right. one of those kind of things. It was very juvenile, but it was also, like, Chris Rock was caught very off guard about it. Yeah. And then when Will Smith sits down and he's like, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Right. Like, initial, my response, if I was Chris Rock, and, like, if I didn't know that man and he'd just come up to me and slap me, I'd have been like, well, why don't you keep other dudes out your wife's mouth? Right, right, like, right. If I was Chris Rock, he slapped me, I would have fucking hit him. I, I don't give stopped, a fuck. I I, I as soon as he him. turned his back, I'd have snuffed him at the knees. I, <laughs> snuffed you, him. You, like, you fucking uh. go to slap me, dude. Like, okay, it was a joke. It's comedy. Did anybody fucking charge a fucking Ricky Gervais fucking two years ago or whatever for fucking annihilating Hollywood? No. No. So, no, like, what the fuck gives you the right to walk up on stage as, and I get it. Assuming it was real. Assuming it was real, I get it. Talk about somebody's family. Okay, cool. But I think Will Smith played the, like, over hard old fucking, like, uh, um, like, he just, he, he snapped too quick, didn't think, you know what I'm saying? Or oh, whatever it was, you know what I mean? Like, he just overplayed that hard image. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, he definitely overplayed his hand. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, but then the other thing is, too, is like, you know, and then he comes up on stage and he's like, you know, the acceptance speech and the love makes you do crazy things. It's like, man, fuck you. Like, how is this speech? That speech is way too lined up with what just happened. Yeah. And I'm like, I know these guys practice and, and, and perform their speeches and, and they write them beforehand, but I'm not putting it past Will Smith to be good enough in his career to go up and just do that off the cuff. Fuck yeah, dude. That's what the improv, bro. I know. Like, you know right? I mean? like, in improv classes, all these guys are fucking taking it. That's what they grew up. That's what their business is. Why they make I mean, I've given speeches off the cuff. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I, mean, I got an A in speech class off a speech that I just gave. Yeah. Didn't, didn't write it. Didn't rehearse it. Didn't even fucking think about it until the morning of. And I was like, hmm, what are we going to talk about? Got it, and then I did it, and I and I and I and I, and I got an A on it, and, right. and I mean I did, and I've been at weddings where I've been asked to give speeches, and I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna I'm gonna freestyle this one, yeah, and and it worked, and it worked, and I was just like, okay, cool, and people were like, oh, hey, great speech, man, right, 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 I totally didn't think about it, just did it, yeah, um, but that being said, that's me, that's Will Smith, that's a professional actor, that is a man who has been doing this for a very long time now. Was it real? I don't know. We'll maybe never find out. But there was like some... I said to my wife, when it happened, I was like, yo, we are going to get some Zapruder film-esque shit. 
coming out over the next few days. And sure enough, they're like, look at Chris Rock's angle of his back right here. It's at 15 degrees. The normal human stands at 12. And he's leaning into it. Right, right. And, there's and that a, bullshit, like, like, fake pad yeah, that was, and like, there's a pad there. And there's this. Cheek. Fuck like, out of Come on. Like, all right. Like, now okay. you're overselling the conspiracy the other on so, the other side of it. It's like, fuck off. And the reason why people think it was fake was because they had to drum up, um, they had to drum up the, uh, uh, the ratings and, and this is why I mean if you look at the graphic on the screen right here it's terrible the, the Oscars ratings have plummeted they lost they had like something back in uh, 2000 and what the fuck was it it was like right before like it was like 2020 or no no not even like 17 whatever it was like they lost like 30 million fucking viewers or something the like big that. dip there was a huge dip from uh, 2014 was where it peaked yeah and then right 20, before Trump got elected 2017 it bottomed out yeah. Last year it had an uptick, and then or, or two years ago it had an uptick. And now this year it's been so it's gone from forty-one million viewers in two thousand and ten to like ten. Nine point eight. Nah, they lost thirty fucking million viewers, dude. Good. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck I mean because Academy honestly Awards. nobody wants to sit there and watch. It's like Ricky Gervais says. Nobody gives a shit about your cause. No one wants to hear about... F- no one wants to be lectured by you people from your ivory towers about climate change and right. racial injustice. And show blah, up blah, on blah, your blah. private jets. Yeah, like, no. They just come up, accept your award, thank your people, thank your God, and get the fuck on. Right. Like, and, and not only that, too, but, like, if you, like, looked at the fucking movies that have won in the last couple of years, they're no. all fucking terrible. Yeah, I have like, not. Power of the Dog was a nominee for Best Picture. It was like it? one of the worst fucking movies you'll ever see. What, what's Power of the Dog? Exactly. I have never even heard of it. Exactly. It I, guess, I guess Coda, Coda won. Who? Coda. I, I, I don't know. I never saw it. Uh, I just know it won. But, oh, I thought you were like an actress or an actor. Coda. No, 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 Coda. C-O-D-A was, I guess, the name of the movie. No idea. Never seen it. Never heard of it. Fucking, but it won Best Picture. I'm like, okay, cool. Will Smith wins Best Actor after he goes up and slaps the shit out of Chris Rock. Hmm. And you're like, hmm. Yeah. This is a little sketchy. Yeah. Oh, he needed an explanation, did he? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. And then he comes up with the fake crocodile tears and the love makes you do crazy shit, man. It's like, yeah. bro. And I didn't even watch that speech. I just watched all the bro. clips and edited memes about keep fucking my wife's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chris Rock's like, I will, baby. Yeah, Jada, love you. I'll see you later. <laughs> I, I mean, just, the fucking meme game out of this has been phenomenal. It was gold. So as soon as I saw that it happened, I was like, oh, thank God. We got a week's worth of memes coming in the next 24 hours. Rest weary traveler. You know the nice yeah. meme? There is, I forget, rest weary traveler. There is a uh, a ton of fucking Will Smith memes or whatever. Yeah. I saw. I was and it dying. was fucking great. It was absolutely beautiful. But yeah. it, was, it was funny as shit. But again, it too, it like... You know, we all sit here and everybody loves, again, they, they, they love to the, the, think that, like, you know, they're up there, they're, they're glad dicking each other about how fucking woke they are. And they're like, oh, man, yeah, like, cool, man. Like, I'm, like, super all about, like, mental health and, like, making sure, like, everybody should be, like, well. And, like, I mean, like, everyone should take, like, at least, like, three yoga classes a week. Yeah. And, like, man, I got some stuff you should read. Like, bro. Oh, and then, like, you know, and then they go up and they shake dicks. And they're just like, you know, <laughs> just grab each other by the dick. And like, yeah. mm, yes. Mm, pleasure to meet you. Mm, pleasure. Mm, yes, pleasure. sir. Um, but they, it's just like, everybody's like, oh, my God. Like, a, so every, so everyone's taking, like, a stance on this. And they're like, well, <laughs> somebody said that about my fucking wife. I'd watch it. Be like, yeah, okay. Like, if some random dude 
or like somebody you knew. So because honestly, if some random dude comes up and be like, "Hey, bro, that's your wife. She's bald as fuck. <laughs> Looks like a dude." Right. Like you like sucking dick. Like what? Like yeah. You ign- ignore him. Be like. I'm not even getting involved with that person because this is not going to end well. And you walk the other way. But if, like, one of your friends came up to you and was like, oh, hey, what's up, loser? Heard you like fucking dudes now because your wife's bald like a dude because they're conditioned, loser. Dude. And you're like, <laughs> smack. Like, and you just smack the shit out of them. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, what the fuck? That's more like how that went. But then everybody's like going to sit there and be like, well, you know, Will Smith's not in a great place right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Smith's not in a great place right now. The one who like, doesn't have to condone violence or cuss yeah, in his hey, he records. Have to, yeah, he doesn't have to, to cuss in his records. Yeah, he doesn't have to cuss in his raps to sell records. Records, thank you. Yeah, yeah, but there he is slapping people off. Yeah, well, kind of a hypocrite. Him. Yeah, fuck you, yeah, too. Yeah, pretty So much. I guess Eminem was right about that, too. Yeah. Like, wow. 20 years ago. Who knew Eminem was a prophet? Um, yeah. But here we are. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he is one of the greatest, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it, it was just funny because, like, all these people that sit there and they're just like, oh, yeah, bro, like, I'm going to glad dick my boy right now on Facebook. Just be like, yeah, bro. Glad dicking. <laughs> I just love that fucking term. <laughs> it's glad dick each other. Like, yeah, man. Well, all the like men, like, we're tough, but we have mental issues too. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, bro. And you know what we do? We fucking bury that shit and we move on. Yeah, we, we cry, we hurt, we love. Yeah, you we do keep, all. Yeah, keep that shit to yourself, yeah. loser. Yeah, like, <laughs> Nerd. Will, like Will Smith said, we're gonna take all those feelings and my mom's titties. We're gonna put them in a box. <laughs> We're going to throw that shit in the middle of the ocean. And the only way you're going to find that shit is if you're a motherfucking Jacques Cousteau. Yep. Okay? Erection <laughs> <laughs> issue and all that. So, like, that's the whole thing. Like, it's just, it's so fucking ridiculous. But, like, this whole thing, was it just, it came out of nowhere. But it's given everybody, I mean, literally everybody, a reason to virtue signal as hard as they can. Mm. Or or be the, I don't know what the anti-virtue signaling is, but, like, or I guess just being contrarian. Um, like, you know, being like, just be like, uh, no, Will Smith is, uh, yeah, he might be mentally ill and he might have some mental issues. Um, doesn't excuse what he did. And the thing is, is like, you can understand why Will Smith did what he did right. and still not condone it. Which apparently a lot of people don't know you can do. Like, hey, this is one of those cases where you can kind of have your cake and eat it too. Right. You know, like you could be like, hey man, somebody made fun of my wife. I would walk right. up there and fucking slap the shit out of him. However... You can also say, like, violence is not the answer. Right, right. Like, I'm in the same stance. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, and I'm like, shit, like, I totally understand Will Smith. Like, if somebody said something about, like, fucking Monique like that or something like that, I'd fucking punch him. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Give it, give it but if I was Chris Rock and someone tried to lay their hands on me over a joke, I'd fucking punch him, too. You know also, what I'm yes. saying? So- but, like, but at the end of the day, too, like, if somebody makes fun of my, if somebody made fun of my wife verbally, I would, I would meet that. With a verbal counter. Right. Now, if somebody assaulted my wife physically, mm. oh, it's game on, bro. Game on. Sorry, you're dead. You're dead. You're not living to see the end of this. Like, right. period, end of story. I hope you enjoyed your life. Um, I will enjoy the rest of mine from prison, probably, at least for the next couple nah, of years. Yeah, we ain't going there. Um, but, uh, no, nah, again, I'll <laughs> suicide my cop before Pretty I Pretty much, prison. yep. I, trust me, seeing the inside of a prison, I ain't living there. Nope. nope. Stinks. Fucking stinks. Fucking stinks. Um, and the people that the people that live in prison, dude, they just suck. Yeah, not fun people. No, they're just fucking bummers, dude. Like yeah. all around. Yeah. Just like, like dude, buzz kills, bro. Get a life. Like straight up not having a good time. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> like, bro, I am straight up not having a good time. 
and this is killing my vibe. Um, did somebody just scream downstairs? No. Okay. Uh, maybe that was just me. Or maybe it was my phone. I don't know. Uh, I just got to alert that my boy Thumb Tacos is going live. He's probably doing another Mario 3 speed run tonight. Oh. Um, this guy just started randomly following on Facebook. Um, he just does speed runs through Mario, like Super Mario World. Oh. Like SNES. Oh, that's sick. I like those videos. Yeah. And he's like wicked nasty. He's like, oh, fuck. I fucked this one up. It's going to cost me like three and a half seconds. I'm like, God damn, dude. I'm like, I just wanted to survive this level. I know, <laughs> God damn, right? like This dude's like, oh, man, I only beat it in 13 and a half seconds. I usually do it in like 11. You're like, how much do you play this? Like, God <laughs> damn, bro. And he's not even Asian. That's the crazy part. Usually, like, you see the crazy, like, speed runs. It's like, ah, some Asian kid was just like, you know, his dad was like, you know, CEO of Nintendo in the 90s. And you're like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Right, right, right. right, right. Just like, he's like, you learn Nintendo and you learn it now. Yeah. And he's just like, kid's like, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. And you learn like, how to code, motherfucker. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, that's son. And he's just like, I learned to beat Mario 3 in two minutes. Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? He's like, oh, be great YouTube star someday. <laughs> no, like, YouTube doesn't exist. What are you talking about? Right. Um, but anyway, that's our. Uh, okay, so we'll stop being stereotypical. Yeah, whatever. But whatever. Asians like video games. Fuck you. They that's fucking where, created them. That's where they all fucking come from. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Get a fucking... You know, talk Thank you. Sense of humor, bro. Thank you, Asian people. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no shit. Thank you, right. Japan. Thank you. For sending PlayStation. Fucking Metal Gear Solid and shit. Fuck, dude. Nintendo. They're making a movie of that, I think. Uh, really? I think. I heard did you watch, Barrow did, talking about it the other dude. day, bro, or something like that. Don't they do a Metal me. Gear fucking movie fucking I, or sick. series or something? Yeah. All right, so did you watch the Halo series on no, Paramount Plus? No, I've seen a damn episode. I, I watched it the other night. I watched episode one. I got to say, I am not mad. Not at mad? All. At all. In fact, I would even go so far as to say, I really dug it. No, I have to, have to watch it. People are like... Why are there AK-47s in Halo? And it's like, okay, bro, like, why don't you watch the episode instead of just looking at the trailer and being like, this is garbage. Right. Like, okay, like, all right. Now, why were there AK-47s in Halo? I don't know. Maybe go watch it and then come back and reevaluate. still the human race, isn't it? Yes. Okay, so AK-47. I mean, the AK-47 has been around for, what, 80 years now? Pretty much unchanged in its design. I mean, it was invented in 1947. So we'll call it 1950, 72 years, 75 years, 75 years. Uh Uh, Andrei Kalishkinov invented the most glorious killing weapon of all time. Okay? The the AK-47 has more bodies on it than the sword and the bow and arrow. Combined. Think about that. Combined. Think about that for one second. Okay? It's on four fucking countries' flags. It is the most efficient killing machine ever invented. Do I own one? Hell yeah, I do. Why? Because, God forbid, I ever need to fucking kill things very efficiently and quickly. Yeah. And reliably. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, who knows? I mean, the, Russians, a of fun. the fucking Russians could be invading tomorrow. I mean, they're going to have a bunch of AK-47s. I'm at least going to want to match that. Yeah, while well, my um, AI's jamming up, they're yeah. fucking sitting there yeah, spitting well, lead. Thank Paul's you. like, oh, God damn, my 24-karat gold bolt carrier group is... <laughs> Is it fucking lube properly? Fuck me. Hey, it's pretty sweet looking though. You know, like, oh man, I'm gonna die. They're gonna pick this gun up and be like, dude, this thing is sick, bro. This guy <laughs> spent like 2,500 bucks on this thing. Eight. 2,800 bucks on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over there with my AK 47, like, like just chucking lead. But no, but it. People are like, oh my god, why is it AK 47? Hey, like, is it really that hard to believe that 500 years from now, AK 47s will still be relevant? Yeah. Or at least the platform? No, I don't think so. I think it's perfectly normal, especially as a cheap, effective killing machine. Right. Period. Okay. So cool. 
all right, whatever. We can get past that. Right. And we're like, well, there's Toyotas in the. In the I'm like, yeah, but bro, branding, branding. Okay, this Where isn't actually 2050, from? like 2020 20, or 2500, whatever it is. Or whatever it yeah, 2055, whatever. No, 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 no. Bro, we still got to pay the bills. Okay? I'm going to watch it. Got to keep the fucking out. lights on. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. It was fucking great. Yeah. Honestly, I'm going to say it was great. I loved it. The only thing I don't love is Master Chief's voice. That's what I heard. They didn't get, like, was, was the original guy not available? Like, he's still alive. He's still kicking. He's still, he just did Halo Infinite. Why didn't we get the original guy to do the voice? I don't know. A little bit annoyed by that, but I really dig the way the story is going so far and how it's and how it's starting out. So, right, whatever. Um, all right. Anyway, do, uh, do you think Tom Brady ends up in Miami? No, I don't think so. Either. Nah, no. Nah. Uh, I think that was just a boatload of bullshit. Um, people who are like, well, why are the Dolphins loading up if they're not going after Brady? But to our point, if the Dolphins were going after Brady, it would just solidify my point that two is not the guy. And right. that all these moves were not actually for Tua. They're for the next quarterback. So, right. Which would also put them in a position of Tua doesn't take the next step. They're not in the playoffs this year. Facts. I don't care how good they are. So, uh, anyhow. All right, Paul. Let's wrap it up there. Let's put a pin in it. Okay. That was fun. That's a good uh, show. Oh, do you want to do a motorsports minute real quick? Motorsports? I mean, yeah. We, we didn't talk about F1 yet. Uh, F1 was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, pretty pumped on Max Verstappen coming in first. Fucking beating out Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. The Ferrari. Um, yeah. I, the Ferrari plant. I mean, we didn't get to watch much of the race. I was lucky enough to watch in that lap. I walk into my house at lap 49. Luckily, I put it on for my dog before I left. So <laughs> I walked in lap 49. For Stappen's Beans, head. sitting there going, I'm a very fat pooch. I'm going to watch the F1. Yeah, I, yeah she, was my, she probably was watching it because she's cool like that. But yeah, I just watched the, the literally like the last two laps because we were out of brunch and shit like that. And I just, uh, unfortunately, I get to see the yes, whole race. With you. Yeah, I know. That's I know. what I'm saying. We went to Carmine's for brunch on Sunday morning. Bomb as fuck. Let me tell you, Carmine's for brunch. Bomb. 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 I mean, I was a little bit, I was a little bit annoyed that they were like, you know, rationing the eggs and bacon for me. What is fucking Soviet Union? I'm like, like, the kid like, you know, God bless the kid's heart. He like puts like a scoop of eggs on my plate. I'm like. Yeah, but then he claps and does a fucking twirl. And he he did like his little clappy twirl. The kid in the kitchen totally heard us talking about him. Because he looked at us. I was like, fuck. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, I guess that's all I'm getting for eggs then. And he was like, and they're like two pieces of bacon. I'm like, bro. Yeah. You got a whole chafing dish full of bacon. Like, can I get four? Yeah, like, it's like nobody in line. There's nobody. There's nobody here. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm like, God damn, bro. Look at me. Do I look like a one scoop of eggs and two piece of bacon kind of fucking guy? Right. Like, come right. on. Like, and, and you know what? Maybe to his credit, maybe he was trying to do me a favor. He was like, all right, fatty. You yeah. know what? I'm going to help you out here. Yeah, right, right. right. God I'm forbid a, you ever get I'm on a, a ride in Orlando and you want to <laughs> I'm kidding. God forbid you ever you ever end up in Icon Park on the free drop ride. Yeah, uh, you fat bitch. Um, <laughs> anyway, rest in peace, man. God, that I know. Poor fucking kid, dude. Yeah, unbelievable. Like, they. I read a report too. If you, if those of you don't know about it, there was a that poor fourteen year old kid that got basically fucking slammed to his death um, when he fell out of a ride, a free fall ride. I like blame that on the, on the employees. It, it's 100% on the employee. It's user error, dude. Like, Absolutely. those rides are so foolproof and so idiot-proof that the only way they really fuck up these days is if there's, like, I mean, like, a one in a billion mechanical failure. Right. Uh, but 99, the other 99.9% of the time, it's user error. It's, right, yeah. It, it's yep. operator error, um, which is the fact for all carnival rides. So next time you're at a carnival and you see a bunch of, like, you know, tweens, who got like you know they got their 
you know, AirPods in, yeah. and they're like, don't go on the fucking ride. Oh, yeah, bro, it's like, keep your fucking arms and legs inside the ride or something, and you're like, um, dude, this is the lazy river. Yeah, like, whatever, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I got so much more weed to go smoke. Yeah, like, you can't uh, trust them fucking kids, dude. All no, those rides, and man. it's like a 16-year-old kid, and you're like, oh, bro, you put your life in my hands. Got you. Gotcha. Yeah, my ass. Hey, anybody seen my Slurpee? Yeah. Um, but no, that was that was that was awful. That was a horrible video to watch. Horrible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I watched it and I was just like, Jesus. I watched it one time. I was like, fuck. I know. And as somebody who's like similar size, that like I had an experience like that at uh the, at you know, out in Springfield at Six Flags. Right. Where I got on the Superman roller coaster and like they click they like click everybody in. And, you know, you hear the things and they go down. They're like click click click. Meanwhile, I get in, and I'm a big dude, and it's just like nothing's clicking. And I'm like, yo, bro, like, is this good? And the kid just comes over and kind of like like lazily like lifts up on it. He's like, yeah, yeah, you're good. Right. And I'm like, nah, man, like this thing didn't fucking click, bro. Like, what are you doing? It almost got to the point, like, and then I rise, and I'm like ready to hop off. Lauren, my wife, is sitting next to me. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? She's like, that didn't click at all. I'm like, I didn't hear it click. Did you hear it click? She's like, no, it didn't click. And we're in the front row, and the kid's just like, all right, bro, enjoy the ride, dude. Like, tubular. And you're like, no, I'm nah, going to I'm die. G- yeah, no I shit. I literally had to, like, push down with all of my weight onto, like, the little, like, it's like a roller. Right. And it goes over your legs. And I had to push down with all my weight to get it to click one time. Right. All my weight. Everything I had. Yeah. And it was just like one time, and I'm like, "Fuck this!" And I've never been on a roller coaster since. I'm all fucking set with him, dude. I'm all good. After watching that video on that fucking kid, dude, I was just like, "Holy yeah, shit, dude! Fuck that's that a shit. fucked up situation, dude." Like, super fucked up. Yeah. I and just, like, I feel bad for the kid. I feel terrible for his family, his yeah. friends that had to literally watch him splatter on the fucking yeah, pavement dude. below him. Like, fucked. It's a fucked up situation, dude. Fourteen yep. year old dude. Like, I mean, it was a big boy. He was like six foot five, three hundred forty pounds. Forty, dude. It's a big boy. Big hell of a fucking lineman. He was definitely on his way to fucking somebody up his freshman year of high school. I can tell you that. So yep. rest in peace, homeboy. That yep. was a terrible fucking hit, and uh, I wish all the best for his family because yeah, that was same awful. Here. Yep. Um, but anyway, we'll uh, we'll GTFO. We'll be back next Tuesday night right here on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. Uh, if you uh, liked the show, please give us a like and a share. Be sure to check us out on Spotify. Uh, this show will be up within about an hour uh, after the show is done. Uh, on Spotify, if you if you listen on Spotify, give us the five-star review on there. It means a lot to us. It really helps us out. Uh, also, give us five-star five reviews on Apple Podcasts or Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts. If you can leave a review, please do so. Uh, it like I said, it greatly, greatly benefits us and allows us to keep coming back here and doing this every single Tuesday night. Uh, so row one, seat one, Joey Fats Radio, JoeyFatsRadio.com coming soon. Yeah. Under construction. Uh, but we'll be up and running hopefully sooner than later. But uh, until then, we'll be back next Tuesday night right here on the one, the only, the new Bedford Guide. We appreciate you all for listening in. And, uh, yeah, we will uh, we'll peep you next week. Peace. Deuces.